Hello everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade. But first, the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure that you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in the presentation, we are doing a hypothetical computer-simulated trade and or result. They are believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary for many, many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and success coach with Locke in Your Success LLC. And today I'm here to guide you into the realm of high probability income trading. So in a moment, not now, but in a moment, we're going to be talking about the winning trade. But before we do, let me tell you what I mean when I talk about an income trade. An income strategy or high probability trading strategy is when we utilize option strategies to make money through the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement in order to make money. This puts the odds in our favor and gives us many possibilities where we can win whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. Now this doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but it does mean we're going to win much more than we normally would otherwise. Today, I'm going to be talking about the M3 trading strategy, but I have a special treat for you because one of the things that's been happening uh, that most people know about is the market has been all over the place. We've had huge monster down moves, huge up moves, and another thing that's been happening is the analytical software that we typically use for the M3, uh, which is Option View has not been modeling as well as I'd like it to lately. Therefore, we've gone to a backup modeling strategy, which uh, I believe should be in place for probably the next four or five months or until the market starts to settle out and the implied volatility skew becomes more normal and our option view model starts acting appropriately. So a little bit of history about the M3 is it's a time-tested and proven strategy. It has a long history of success in live markets. Uh, we've been trading this thing, or I've been trading a similar strategy since about 2007. And the, the M3 program came out probably almost 10 years ago now. And we've coached hundreds and hundreds of traders on trading the M3 and the results have been proven in live markets more than any other strategy that we have. It's just a fantastic strategy, and I can't say enough about it. So let's move on. The M3 is a strategy that we trade on the Russell 2000. It requires a minimum of $5,000 to trade. The planned capital in the example size we're going to have is going to be a $50,000 planned capital level. The trading strategy itself has a profit target of 10%. So in the example, we're going to have a $5,000 profit target. The exit loss trigger in the strategy is going to be also $5,000 or 10% of our planned capital. The strategy has entered 56 days to expiration and the configuration is a butterfly with a call. And the duration is up to 56 days if we stay in the trade till expiration, which is kind of rare, but it does happen from time to time. All right, let's take a look at what we have. So with this strategy, we're typically using an analytical software called OptionView. And I would still strongly suggest 
in general terms that option view be used with the strategy. But in, a, in this unique environment that we've had lately, the option view model has not been acting appropriately. And therefore, I've switched over to another model. And this is only temporary. I do plan on going back to the uh, other model soon. Uh, that being the case, I am going to, since we did have that problem with option view, I am going to outline some guidelines if we're going to trade this strategy in OptionNet Explorer. And the reason there's a difference is because different analytical models actually produce different Greeks numbers and different T plus zero line profiles. And depending on what the market's doing and the implied volatility skew, sometimes one model works better than the other. And in order to figure that out, a lot of times it takes a little bit of background. So don't get discouraged by that. I'm gonna talk about the differences I'm making in, in this environment with our modeling and with our rules as well. Because sometimes when we enter extreme environments, uh, the rules that are used and work very well in normal environments uh, sometimes become detrimental. And we'll talk about how those things have changed and the way we're dealing with the strategy nowadays. So. This is what an M3 looks like. It's a butterfly with a call. Now, one of the ways we've modified our rule set for this current environment is we've limited the size or number of butterflies we put onto one call. So normally, a M3 is going to be 10 butterflies, one call, and in a position this size, in a $50,000 position, uh, and that's the 10 butterflies is go, are going to give us usually around minus 80, minus 90 delta. And then we're usually going to put an 80 or 90 delta call on uh, to basically bring our T plus zero line to zero delta. And our delta number is here. Now, in this particular case, with the market moving around like it is, we don't want our position size to be too large. In other words, we don't want to be putting 30, 40, 50 butterflies on. We want to keep, cap our butterfly size at uh, 20. If we cap our butterfly size at 20, that's going to give us a delta, you know, somewhere around the 20 to 30 range, or at least that's what it's been giving us in the option Net Explorer model. Now, um, we're just going to hedge off at that 29 delta. Now it doesn't matter as much not to have a lot of time premium in your option uh, in this very high implied volatility environment because we're getting paid so much for the butterflies and the butterflies are so um, cheap at this point, then we can afford ex the expense of this out of the money call. The other thing that's happening is we're getting really fast market movements and therefore the implied volatility in the calls are not dropping like they would normally do in a low implied volatility environment. It gives us another advantage. And another advantage we have in this environment is butterflies are very, very forgiving to the downside. So what that means is that this is an excellent, excellent environment to be trading these if you trade them in this manner. And they've been performing very, very well since we've, uh, since we've been doing this in this environment. Normally in an M3, we're using put butterflies, but because of the deficiencies in the model uh, as it relates to put call skews and so forth, what we're doing is we really need to be in what we call an iron butterfly. In other words, um, we wanna do the uh, calls on the upper wing and the puts on the lower wing. Again, this is because of the modeling software that we're using and we find it reacts a lot better this way. 
The other thing that I said we're doing is we're, we're doing a low delta call. Now this only puts about $10,000 in the position. And as long as the market's moving around like this and you don't get too close to expiration, the capital in the position is going to stay well, well, well below our $50,000 limit. Uh, now remember, our goal is not to get $50,000 in the position, our goal is to make $5,000. So, uh, and in this environment, this type of setup look, uh, works really, really, really well. Okay, so let's move forward here and talk about some different other differences that we're making in the rule set. So I'm just gonna move forward. Actually, let's look at the chart price chart. Okay, so we're, we're 56 days to expiration. That's normal entry for May expiration. This is just a date-induced entry and it's, Friday, March 20th, and you can see we've had a very big down move, and just from the dots on the chart here, you can tell that the market's gonna be going up. But uh, we don't know that at the time, right? So uh, if I'm trading this in Option to Explorer, this is my setup. We are still trading this in Option View, by the way, but we are making some big delta estimations. In other words, the delta numbers in the Option View software have been just they're just simply not realistic if you look at them. So uh, we've been making estimations on what to do with a call, uh, which have actually been working out better than this trade worked out. But um, anyway, let's move on with this trade. So I want to point out, first of all, that you know it's Monday the 23rd, and normally we're going to roll back an M3 when we have, say, 10 points under the short strike. In this case, that's not necessary for two reasons. One, implied volatility is very high. Two, the butterfly T plus zero line, lines have been peaking out way, way back here. So for example, if we have this trade on with our short strikes at um, 10.10, and we were to look at the butterfly by itself, this doesn't run into any problem to the downside till we get down into the 850 level. My point being, we don't we, we actually want to trade this range. We want to trade the range outside the tent to the backside. And the reason we can do this too is because we're having we have a call that's out of the money and that call isn't affected very much back here. So this is a really nice area to actually trade this. So no rollback unless we actually run into some real you know a realistic risk problem to the downside. And then of course to the upside, because the range of efficiencies here, if we go outside the tent, we pretty much want to roll this up. So we're basically changing the point at which we're trading within the structure itself due to the implied volatility shift. So let's just pop this ahead a few more days. And I'm gonna ignore, we had a trade this day. We had a, a move 81 points higher and that puts us well outside our tent. So we're going to want to make an adjustment here. And basically all we're doing is we're going back to our initial setup. We're going about 20 points behind the market with the short strikes, 50 point broken wing butterfly, relatively neutral delta. If I had a choice of going positive or negative delta, I'd want to be positive delta in this environment. Again, the butterflies, they're very resilient to the downside. The call being out of the money doesn't generally create a downside problem. Um, that way I can go more positive delta and not really be at risk to the downside, plus have the benefit of maybe making money when we get these big up moves. So it's a win-win-win. And again, this goes back to why we're trying to get traders to get up to the subjective trading level. You know, we start trading by tra following the guidelines and being non-subjective so we understand how things react. And then we 
after that, we take our subjectivity and we can adapt our trading strategies to uh, fit the current market environment. And that's what we're doing here. Okay, we're using uh, our skill and our knowledge we've learned in our guidelines options trading to be able to know what to do in this situation. And it's extremely beneficial to gain consistency in trading. So here I'm going to do just a roll up and go back into starting position. You can see I'm here, I'm slightly positive on the delta side. Uh, I'm back in this position in the tent. And let's move on. The very next day, we have a similar situation. Okay, we have a very large up move, throws us way outside the tent. This only says 38 points, but it was much more than that because at the end of the day before that, we had a really big up move. So this put us from you know, back here in the position all the way up well outside the tent. Our profit and loss is holding fine. Again, our capital in this thing is less than $10,000, so it's very inexpensive. Um, we're going to reset to starting position. Again, we come to slightly positive delta here. We are um, 20 points or so behind the market, and this is our position here. Let's go one more day. Uh, 60 point up move. Again, these are moves uh, that maybe a year ago we would say are record moves, moves like we've never seen in the index before in history. And now these are, they're essentially a common occurrence. So we are adapting for that. And again, that's, that's the reason for our rule adaptations. Anyway, we're all outside the tent. We're going to want to do the same thing. We're going to do our roll up 20 points under the money. Be, we'll move our call so that we're relatively flat delta. And here's our position here. We're up about $886 or $888. One of the things you'll notice is we're positive delta, the market's going up a lot, and we're losing a little bit of money. What that's telling us is we're almost not positive enough delta to, uh, in other words, the analytical model is not projecting this quite properly. So it, it, it kind of, when we, when we use the market movement for feedback and what our positions are doing, we can then adjust our delta strategy to accommodate for that in the specific environment we're in. So you'll see us do that a little bit later. But for now, uh, I go on the next day and not a lot happens. But notice we were positive delta. We got a big down move. We got an implied volatility increase, I'm sure, off of that as well. And yet, our profit and loss is actually gaining. Another sign that we probably could withstand adding a little bit of positive delta to our trading, uh, trading to be more neutral. In other words, positive delta would actually be more neutral. So let's move on here. No adjustments here. Again, we get behind the short strikes, but it's not a concern. Look at our T plus zero line to the downside. Uh, not an issue. You can see our T plus zero line start to pop here. Again, that's uh, indicating an implied volatility shift. Um, almost wouldn't be a bad idea to add a little positive delta in this case. Usually this is fairly bullish, but we didn't make an adjustment here. Let's move on. Uh, well, look what happened. We ended up getting a very large down move, and you know now we're up 34, uh, 
37. So we could have withstood actually adding a little bit more positive delta here. Now, this is here is going to tend to freak a lot of people out because we're way, way outside the tent. But again, what I've been telling you is the butterflies have actually been gaining most of their value, particularly if they're fairly far from expiration. They've been gaining most of their value outside the tent back here. This is not a problem. We have a strong theta number. We have a flat delta. We have uh, everything we need, right? Nice solid negative vega. We have everything we need to make money out here from a Greek standpoint. There's no reason to do anything. So, you know, while we would make, would have made an adjustment for sure on our standard M3 guidelines, given what's going on in the market, we are adjusting those guidelines and we're adjusting when we run into a problem from the downside. Now, the interesting thing is these are lessons we found in the X4 version 22. When we started getting the market crashes in 2018, we learned that it's beneficial in this type of, of a environment to have this type of a position. And like I said, it's been working really well. So going to the second here, Again, we, we, we sit still for the day. Notice we're near a profit target number. Not actually a bad idea. We only have t less than $10,000 in the position. It's up $4,300. And, you know, that's like a 50% gain on our actual risk in the position. And it's almost near profit target on our actual trade. So not a bad idea to take an exit. Whether we're actually going to get this pricing or not, you know, it may be a little bit less. But still, you can see the... the uh, you know, we're up around that level pretty consistently for the day with the green dots. If we go to Friday, we get a further down move. We get a 42-point down move. And I want everybody to notice this. We're outside the tent to the downside. We have call hedge. We get a 42-point down move. We're gaining money. We're gaining money. So no problem here. There's not a, there's not a reason to do anything. Okay, so this is just bringing sense into, or common sense into, our adjustment rules. Next thing you know, we get a 75-point up move. Well, what's one of the things we know about what's going on with this strategy, you know, as, as we're trading? If I'm taking my feedback, I'm noticing that my down moves don't lose as much money as I thought. Matter of fact, they're gaining money. My up moves are losing more money than I think. So I'm having a situation where, um, if you think about it, I can put on call protection and you know you have to start thinking, maybe I should be creating this thing a little bit more positive delta, just based on feedback that's coming back for me. And this is, again, going back to analyzing your analytical model. You know, One of the things that when we were trading option view, we're looking at the delta numbers we're getting, we're looking at the price movement that the, the stock is having, and we're saying these delta numbers don't make any sense. They're not anywhere near representative of what's actually happening in the position. So we have that a little bit here too. We notice that we're drawing down, you know, uh, you know common th thought might be that we got this really big up move in this, we had a big implied volatility drop, we went from way outside the tent to inside the tent. Normally, if we had that situation, we'd be up a lot of money right now, this is actually drawing down substantially. So what I'm going to do here is, uh, is I'm going to just correct my delta back, back down to something more flat. Right? So I'm not going crazy. I just bring it back next to zero. And I just do that by moving my call. So if I look at where the call was, it was 
up here, I want to flatten that out. And I just bring it down, in this case, to the 1200. So now I'm looking at something like 34 delta. Okay. Now when we go forward, I should have a fairly good, um, fairly flat P&L with the price movement at this point. So let's move forward here. We drop down a little bit. Not a big deal. Go to the next day. We get a 50.2 point up move. Now this is an interesting spot here. You know, we're kind of, on a normal M3, we would be doing something because of the Vega. Um, our delta is fine, but normally we're going to have some sort of a Vega adjustment, and we could do that. You know, we could um, correct that here by maybe doing 10 of these. And I'd probably want to back the call out back off a little bit. And that may not even do that for us, but if I went to, say, 22 with the call, um, that would correct our Vega issue, and we could certainly do that. That would be um, a very acceptable adjustment. It's also really okay to, to leave it here, because when I go back and I look at what's going on in the marketplace, When I look at what's going on in the marketplace, we're getting really, really fast big moves. So chances are tomorrow, this is not going to be sitting here, and it's not going to be up five points, and it's not going to be down five points. Chances are tomorrow, I'm going to be down 50, 60, 70 points, or I'm going to be up 50, 60, 70 points, in which case I can make the adjustment there. So that's one of the many benefits of this type of strategy in this type of market. It's extremely, extremely flexible in what you can get away with. In other words, you don't have to be on the ball. You can make all kinds of mistakes. You can make a lot, a lot of estimates, and you can make either choice, and it just works out. So that's what I love about this environment. So anyway, moving on, we get a 53-point up move. That gives us um, what technically would be profit target. Okay, We come up here, and we have a $5,000 gain, and it certainly makes sense to get out of it here. What I wanted to do is I just wanted to push this a little bit further to tell you to show you how forgiving this trade actually this strategy actually is in this environment. Let's make the adjustment. Let's just stay in it another day. Okay, so we'll adjust it up. Again, we're back to about flat delta. We're rolled up about 20 points under the market, and this is our position. If we go to the following day, we get a 35 point down move. Notice we're positive delta. We get a 30.5-point down move with an increase in implied volatility, and we're not really down any money, 200 bucks. Interesting, right? And actually, this is even a low, a low tick for the day because you can see the scatter plot. Uh, all right, let's move forward. And I got a 23-point up move. At this point, I'm solidly, solidly um, profitable. Now, the question becomes, is it even necessary to get out here? Not necessarily. I did that in the T-log, but if I can, I can come down here, right, and I can, I can pull off this exit, just to show you, it'll give you an idea how, um, f you know, how off you can be or how long you can, you can, you can stay with these. So uh, let me delete the closing of this for a second.
okay, if we deleted that and we just held position here, for example, and we want another day, right? We get a 48 point down move. Now I'm up um, 54.91. So one of the things I'm noticing is the market's going down a lot and it's positive delta and it should be losing money. It should be losing money. It's not. That's telling me my analytical model, I don't really want to let this get to negative delta here. So maybe I want to come in and just go back to neutral. And let me put one of those here. Okay, so now I just, I, I'm back to neutral. That's going to give me a more neutral um, look in the environment when it shifts around. Again, no reason to roll this. Certainly no reason to roll it. So if we go forward here, All right, we're down another 12 points. Again, we're going down, we're gaining money. So now we're up $6,000. You know, even if we had bad execution, even if we we're having trouble with entry prices, even if you have what you call slippage, I mean, this, the, 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 um, the strategy in this environment is just very, very good. And of course, we can go on and we can continue um, and doing the same thing. But just to show how forgiving the, uh, this structure is in this type of environment, it's really, really, really fantastic. All right, so um, let's just close this out uh, here. Actually, let's go back to the day we were going to close it out. And that is going to be, I believe, the 14th. Let's fix the trade log. And we will call this the profit for the winning trade. And let's see, it's the 14th. Let's take this trade out. Let's close the trades. And that is a profit of $5,050. And that is 10% of our planned capital of $50,000. And I think we only got $10,000 in the trade. So it's 50% of our actual capital in the trade. A fantastic result for our winning trade this month, the M3. If you like what you see here, I encourage you to uh, go to lockinyoursuccess.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and other great strategies as they unfold during our Options Trading for Income weekly webinar. And also where you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations and explore past winning trades and also receive free access to bonus material as it comes out. And perhaps best of all, if you go to lockinyoursuccess.com, you can also find out about our trading performance podcast where you can skyrocket your results through having the proper trading psychology. If you have any comments or questions or anything you'd like to see on the next winning trade, we'd love to hear from you. Simply comment on this video below or email us directly and we can get those answered for you. Thank you for joining me today and we'll see you on the next winning trade.